Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts. And that's not just what we call ourselves, it's what our moms tell people when the iMac is purple now. I'm your host, Luke Miani. And I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. Might, might we even push it to three? We, I, I think the very beginning of a show is a little bit too late to make that call. I feel like... I should have run this up the chain. Yeah, I feel like we should have. I think you got to have a proposal. It has uh -huh. to be reviewed. It has to be approved. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. I, I suppose we could put it up to uh, a shareholder vote. Mm. So we've got, we've got 212 shareholders watching right now. So okay. we can put it up to a vote. W would we allow three laughs? Along the way, of course. Just, just three. Four is is entirely too much. We, yeah, it's it's too early to tell. Right. So today, after our ludicrous and idiotic joke is done, uh huh, we got new new Apple hardware week. That's always a fun week. I've had well, not even a week. It's only been three days. Yeah, that's true. But I had a I had a, I had a fun day on Friday because I and I actually have two. M1 IMAX. You want one? Oh yeah, sure. I'll take one. Yeah, that'll be uh, twelve ninety nine. Oh plus man. Plus tax. Oh, the tax. If you said if you said no tax, I would have paid you for it. Uh, too late. No, I'll too late. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> yeah. So I've got two. I've got two identical base model green IMAX. Did you actually get the second one now, or is it still? Yes. Oh, you got it. Okay. Yes. Okay. It actually did arrive on Friday, after all. Very good. But it arrived at like 2.30 p.m., by which point I had already mostly finished my video. So I'm glad that I... Basically, what I did was I woke up, and I was like, I don't want to sit around and wait for this UPS truck. So I just went to an Apple store and just bought one there. Mm -hmm. They had them in stock, uh, which is pretty pretty frequent, if you, especially if you do pickup or you can like reserve it. So I just did a 10.15 a.m. pickup time. Drove out, got my iMac, and uh, it was honestly really nice because I wasn't like stressed about trying to get a video out, and I was able to get it out in a timely manner without rushing. That's good. Because normally, normally on 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 release day, I try to get a video out by the evening, but because I can only get started at like two p.m., it takes a while. Yeah. So it was nice to have a couple extra hours, and they've been well received. The videos. I was That's happy good. with it. And the video I just put up today, no, yes, today. I forgot. I've been putting out so many videos, I don't even remember which ones are posted when. The days have all blurred together. But anyway, yeah, I did post a video today. That was the video with the purple iMac okay. as well. Very nice. And in fact, what we were talking about right before the stream was the base model iMac only has one cooling fan. Mm-hmm. And I can't, for the life of me, figure out why. I couldn't tell you. It has the same number of CPU cores, mm -hmm. one less GPU core, but, like, does the one extra core really need a whole other fan? Like, that one core is really good. That's, like, the there's, like, the performance cores and the efficiency cores, and that's just, like, the extreme the super core. super core. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't figure out why they would do that. I, <clears throat> I would imagine it's a bit of cost saving, but it seems like a weird small amount to save yeah i don't and then like you were saying they have to make like two like the like the products have to be separate it's not the same supply chain at that point because there's like a slight difference between them that's true yeah and i i can't imagine how because then they have to develop two different heat sinks because mm -hmm. the one has one heat pipe and the other has two as you might imagine so yeah, no, I can't. I can't quite figure it out. But if you saw if you saw today's video or this week's video, if you're watching this, listening to this at a later date, there are actually more differences between the base and the mid tier IMAX than I thought. But at the same time, I think they're both worth it. Like people were saying when the uh, specifications got revealed, they were like, "Okay, why would I pay?" Why would I not pay the $200 like right. to get all of those extra things plus more performance now, as we know, why would you not pay the 200 bucks? But honestly, 
I don't think you need to. Hmm. You can. There's nothing wrong with it. And I think the mid-tier is a really, really good package. But I, I for, for the people that don't want to swing that extra 200 bucks, bring that up to $1,500, you don't have to feel like you're missing out with the base model. I mean, I edited all three of the videos that you guys saw in the last three days on the M1 iMac, and I had no issues. Hmm. Well, I had a few, but I, I'm, I'm working on a video talking about my experience editing videos. It's a lot of meta yeah. video making going on. A video about editing videos. But the thing that was really crazy to me was like, I, I switched from the iMac Pro, and mm. folks, it was kind of not that noticeable of a difference. Really? Yeah. So I haven't asked you about this since, because I haven't really seen you since yeah. uh, Friday. So that's really interesting. Yeah, it, it performs unbelievably well in Final Cut. Mm. It's, it's almost scary. Uh, in fact, actually, since we're on the subject of this, here, here's an interesting question that's sort of about this, because I feel like pros are kind of in a weird spot right now. It's hard to tell whether, you know, can you make do with an M1? Should you wait? Mm -hmm. So this, this super chat from Brett is wondering, should he wait for a 32-inch iMac Pro to be released or go ahead and get an XDR for the 16-inch MacBook Pro? I would absolutely wait. Like, if those are your two options, mm -hmm. I would wait. Because for one, the 16-inch is is probably doing fine for you. But the 32-inch iMac Pro is not going to be $5,000. Yeah, exactly. So it, what I've heard is that Apple is trying to keep their uh, pricing structures the same. So it is very well possible that the 32-inch iMac will start at $1,799, which is pretty impressive. With an M1, M1X chip, I, I could also see them doing, like, with the uh, the 21.5-inch iMac, there was a, uh, the, the 1099 configuration that mm -hmm. I bought, the terrible one from 2017. Yeah. And they kept that around. So may, maybe the 32-inch iMac Pro would start at 1999. Okay. But that's still a lot less than, than getting an XDR display for the 16-inch MacBook Pro, which is realistically not going to get any more powerful. Yeah, I feel like the if you want to make an investment in the display, like if the display is really important and you want to make an investment in it, it's like it's obviously like a really great display. But I feel like in any other case, you're you're gonna want to wait because like eventually, I mean the six you know the sixteen inch MacBook Pro is, is a great machine, but you're probably gonna want to get on M one eventually. And if you spend five thousand dollars on a display maybe it'll be harder for you to to switch later. So if the display is really important to you, you know, otherwise, I don't know. Mac Mini is most likely going to get M1X. From what I've been seeing, mm. there will be an M1X Mac Mini. I've seen Makes sense. a source sent me some some icons. I actually tweeted out a little mock-up render of the new design. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. And it seems it seems like that's going to be pretty close. Pretty close. However, not however, in addition, mm -hmm. I think that's going to be really compelling. If you need the XDR display, then by all means, go for it. And if you then want to trade in your MacBook Pro for a Mac Mini, I think that's going to be a really killer combination. Mm, yeah. But obviously more expensive than a 32-inch iMac with the same internals, realistically. True. The M1X, I will be curious. Um, I talked about this in my video where I had a little bit of, a little bit of, I wouldn't call it leaking, I would call it rumoring because it's unverified. But okay. if you guys saw that video, I would definitely recommend ch checking it out. It was basically every detail that I could get my hands on about the new uh, MacBook Pro. And essentially, it seems like there's going to be two versions of the M1X. Both of them are going to be 10 core. CPUs, which is different than we thought, two efficiency cores instead of four, and mm. then eight high-performance cores. So they'll probably be pretty close to uh, the predictions that I made, which were granted based on a 12-core design, but I think those are still going to be pretty close because the efficiency cores 
do not account for very much of the performance when the right. thing is running full tilt. So with eight high performance cores, it's going to be a beast. But there's also going to be two different GPUs. One apparently is going to have 16, and one is going to have 32 cores. So we don't know how that's going to... We, we don't know if it's going to be like the base 14-inch has 16, the upgraded 14-inch has 32, or if it's going to be the 14-inch gets 16, the 16-inch mm -hmm. gets 32. That's the way I'm leaning, personally, because the 16-inch, you know, it's bigger, more battery. Uh, the, the iMac Pro would probably get that as well. To me, that makes sense. But either way, I think there's, there's going to be both of those, and they're going to make their way into a Mac Mini. And in fact, speaking of the Mac Mini, uh, in Twitch chat here, we've got someone saying, I think right now the best value Mac is the Mac Mini. I would actually push back on that. Hmm. I, I would push back on that because, in fact, while we're here, let's go ahead and, and look it up. So the Mac Mini, if you already have, if you have an ultra-fine display, if you already have peripherals, then, yeah, the Mac Mini is, is a great, great package. But if you're talking about, like, building a system versus the iMac, I don't know. I don't know. If I look up a 4K, let's see if I can find a 4K P3 display, because that will probably, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to try to buy a 4K P3 display, over $1,000. At that point, absolutely go for the iMac. But like even even without going for a really fancy uh, P3, there's one here that's an HDR mini LED monitor. Ooh, that looks really good. <laughs> I want that. Oh, I would want to test that. You want that for $2,800? Well, that's the part that I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's $2,800 for a 27-inch monitor. That's not great. Mm. But mini LED, that's pretty insane. Anyway, sorry. Point is, <laughs> if... You buy the Mac Mini, and you want to match the value of the iMac, right? You need the Mac Mini, you need a keyboard, you need a mouse, you need a monitor, you need a camera, you need speakers, and you need a microphone. Now, can you get nicer of any of those than the Mac, the iMac offers? Probably. Can you get all of those in a clean package for less? I don't think you can. Yeah. I do not think you can. If you already have a Pro Display XDR and you want to plug a $700 Mac Mini into it, you know, go for it. I would definitely if I had a Pro Display XDR, I would not switch to an M1 iMac. I could tell you that. Yeah. I would say, yeah, if you already have some of the com if there are some of the components of an iMac that you don't like, if you don't like the way it looks, which I guess some people don't, maybe you don't like the keyboard and mouse because you have like a mechanical keyboard and some fancy gamer mouse. I don't know. Not that you're going to use that with the, the Mac. Gamer mouse on a Mac? I don't know. You're some fancy thing. Like if you already have some of the equipment, then the, then the Mac mini is a great value. It is a great value. It's like, I mean, it's a very powerful computer as we know, and it's not that much money. But if you need the all-in-one package, if you don't have all the other stuff, then the iMac is very... I'm very impressed. It's very compelling. Yeah, and honestly, uh, you, you you bring up an interesting point there, which is if you buy the iMac, you kind of have to buy the whole thing. If you don't like, if you want more than 24 inches on your screen, sorry, too bad. You gotta wait. You gotta wait and pay more. Yeah. So yeah, there, there there's as with everything that Apple does, there's room for both. Apple does not make products that interfere with each other. This is not new information, but you'd think it would be based on the amount of times that people are like, why would you ever buy that? You could just buy a Mac mini for less. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. I could buy a Mac mini for 700 versus the same processor for 1500, but it wouldn't do me a lot of good without a screen, would it? Probably not. <laughs> you could hear the startup chime on the internal speaker. Oh, yes. What a great speaker it is. <laughs> I would use that for video editing. It's amazing. Yeah, no, it's definitely... Uh, but the other thing that I think both of us have found out about the iMac is if you're on the fence about the design, you got to see it in person. Because mm -hmm. in person, this thing looks so freaking good. It's, it's so good. It is 
<laughs> You're just bl- lost I, I, for words. I, c- compared to what we've been looking at for nine oh, yeah. years, oh my god, it's so much better. That design was very, very stale by the end. Yeah, not bad. I yeah. think every time we every time we say that the old iMac needed to change, people are like, what? You think it was <laughs> ugly? You suck. I'm like, no. I think it's very attractive. I think yeah. the, I think it's still a very good looking thing, but c- you cannot tell me that you look at those bezels and you're like, I see no problem here. Yeah. Especially on the 21.5 inch with that little tiny display buried in a, a sea of bezel. And even if it's a good looking design, like let's be real folks, things age. When you see the same thing on your desk for nine years, maybe, maybe you want something a little different. Maybe it's not necessary, but you want something a little different. And I think this iMac absolutely delivers. Uh, the sound is also remarkable, given that the entire thing is the thickness of an iPhone 2G. Hello? What? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, the, the speakers are very impressive. Yeah, given the thickness and just the overall, because I feel like the older design had a better, um, better like physical layout for a for a, for a speaker. But it's really impressive out of these. And I will say, you know, I said stale as the as the yeah, design, not, not bad, bad, but stale. And I will, I think the colors are like the biggest thing to make it new. Like if they released the same thing, but in like silver, space gray rose gold even or, or whatever their third color is going to be it just wouldn't have been the same as with all the colors that they did yeah i think i think the colors was such a good idea and i cannot wait for that to come to the macbook air oh that's gonna look so it's gonna good. look so good uh if you've seen have you seen the renders uh that john prosser and uh ian zelbo put out i might have but i'm not remembering them too well i'll pull them up real quick here Let's see if it's on his website here. Oh, that's not even the right website. Anyway, whatever. Point is, <laughs> apparently taper is gone. Okay. Ridiculously thin. Like the whole thing was barely, barely thicker than the USB-C port. Flat top and bottom. Fanless, of course. M2 with all of the same colors. The colors pulled, by the way, from the stand, not the back. Which I think is for the best, because the the back is super saturated, would not look good on a laptop. Mm. Yeah. But oh, could you imagine? You got your green iMac, your green AirPods Max, <laughs> your green MacBook Air. Ooh. The coordination. That would, that would be cool. I yeah, I really like Apple using all these colors and using them. I know they're not always consistent, uh, in how they apply the colors. True. But. I like, and I just wish, I don't know, because I feel like the MacBook Pro, like the 16 inch is not going to get all these colors. Like, I guess it'll get, you know, silver, space gray, whatever, but it's not going to get all those colors, is it? Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it would. That's like sad because I'm, I'm, I'm going to get, you know, when I upgrade, I'm going to get a 16 inch, you know, Apple Silicon. Oh, if you, this is news, are you? I say, say when I upgrade. Uh-huh. All right, let me let me when, when is that gonna be well that's that's that is indeterminate and in, at the time when i when i upgrade which which very well may be will when be. the 16 inch in two uh, weeks gets a new design well that's when they will announce it maybe hopefully but i the point the point is i wish that i could get the colors if i could get like a red one or a blue oh. one i would that, I would just, like, that would be... A red MacBook Pro. All right, no. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. Apple's not going to do it. But okay. if they do, I will I will upgrade. If they don't, I'll, oh, I'll consider on. it. Oh, That's a cheap... That's a cop-out. If they, if they don't do it, not I will consider one credible consider person it. has said. Even the non-credible people aren't saying that. Well, maybe I'll say it. Well, that's ridiculous. That doesn't count. All right. Okay, okay. All right. All right. All right. Actually, while we're on the subject, while I've got you pinned down... In a permanent medium that can that can be referred back to in case of blackmail. Uh-huh. What, apart from the color, what is one feature or benchmark or, like, what is one factor that you could commit to right here would cause you to upgrade oh. from your 2018 MacBook Pro that you got for free because your older MacBook Pro was broken that you didn't pay anything for? 
Uh-huh. You didn't buy it. Uh-huh. You've had it for three years, and it's slow, and it overheats. What is the one thing that you would commit to right here, and it would get you to upgrade? <sighs> I think I bet. So one thing, I, other than the colors, fine. It's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. I wish it would. I wish it would. Um, I don't know. That's hard. It's hard for me to say. Um, I don't know. Come, come back to me. I'll, I'll think about it. All right, I'll it. call on someone else. Yes. Let's see if anyone in chat has had time to say what they would want. Oh, what if I told you? Okay, we, you've been gone, and then your your friend has been visiting. So we haven't even talked about some of the information that I put in my rumor video. Okay. Okay. 30 hours of battery life. Okay. Very impressive. That is what is being rumored for the 16 inch. 30 hours. Yeah. That's gotta be worth something. I mean, I, I get that you use your uh, MacBook pro on a Thunderbolt dock a lot, but that's insane. 30 hours is crazy. Plus no more touch bar. That is that that is fair. I uh, I'm not the biggest fan. It's not the biggest deal in the world to me, but I'm not a huge fan of it. I mean, heck, you're you're on a butterfly freaking keyboard. That I that because I will say I do use I use a 16 inch MacBook Pro for work. Yeah. I will say the butterfly keyboard is a lot better. You mean the Magic Keyboard is a lot better? You said the butterfly. Oh no! And this is on a this is on a permanent oh medium. Gosh. You're All gonna right. be canceled. Erase that from. Uh, we'll, we'll we have to cut that out of the. Of the, yeah. of the audio. We have to we have to cut that out of everyone's minds as well. We need that like... 254 um, people just heard you say the butterfly keyboard is better. We need that, was that the Men in Black memory eraser thing? Yeah, do you have, did you bring that? Oh, I left it in my apartment. Man, this is terrible. So what I meant to say was that the Magic Keyboard is definitely better than the butterfly keyboard. And that extra less than an inch of screen space... It's noticeable. It is. It, it is noticeable. It it's nice. It is nice. I, I like it. And I like. I like. Um, uh, you know the 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 escape key and the the touch ID key being separate from the touch bar. Obviously, if we lose the touch bar altogether, that would be great. Um, but I think it's a step in the right direction there. I don't know. What 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 if I were to tell you uh -huh. that the new keyboard is probably going to look very similar to the iMac keyboard, which means it'll have like the the longer escape key as well as the taller one. Do you like that? How important is the escape key to you? Well, if I'm ever if I'm ever in a jam and I need to get out of it quickly, it's very <laughs> get, gets you out of a whole bunch of jams. Yes, exactly. Um, no, if I were a, a uh, Vim guy, I would use it more. That's a coding joke. Um, no, I don't know. I like it's, it's twice as big an escape key. You could get out of twice as many jams. That is that is true. I do. I, I don't mind the half-height function keys as much, but the full size, so it's really going to be, so the keyboard's going to be bigger on this overall? Well, so the keys, so for reference, everyone, we're looking down at, at, at our keyboards here. Th these are the keyboards that come with the new iMacs, and I realize now that for people listening, this is not still going to help them because they still can't see it, but you know what it looks like. It's a keyboard, and... <laughs> Uh, so basically, the rumor for the MacBook Pro, and this has been basically confirmed because there were the leaked schematics that came out a while ago, and they basically showed the exact same thing. The function keys are coming back for one, and for two, they're going to be the tall function keys like you get on the iMac, not the short ones on the MacBook Air. So the, the MacBook Air function keys are half height, mm -hmm. but they would be the full height like the iMac. They would be the full the full size escape You'd get the touch, uh, the touch ID button would probably be exactly the same, uh, which I have to say I actually prefer the look of the touch ID button on the 16-inch MacBook Pro I to agree. the iMac one. Yeah, that's just personal preference. It doesn't real. It's not going to stop me from buying the thing. I just prefer it. Um, I, one thing that we don't know about is whether they'll bring over the the rounded corners. That I do wonder about. Because like the new the new iMac keyboards are basically the same as the old ones, but they're different colors, and the edges are rounded more, so the keys are rounded themselves. Mm -hmm. I I would not be surprised if that makes it to the MacBook Pro. I kind of hope it does. It's kind of funky. 
It's kind of cool. I yeah. I wonder. I don't know. I guess it's not as. Well, let's see. I guess they made they wanted to make this keyboard rounded. The iMac, like the the MacBook Pro itself, is not going to be rounded. So they don't. They wouldn't need. There wouldn't be like a, a, a you know a form reason to to do it. But it would be cool if they if they did because I know they have the sort of like the like the indent or the recess or whatever. So if they yeah. rounded that out and and did that, that could that could look pretty cool. I'm so excited. Also, Escape from the Jam 2, the unjamming. That could be you. <laughs> it could be. Just think about it. Oh, I will say also the... Um, force touch keyboard. Force touch. Oh, jeez. Would that get you to upgrade now, do you think? A force touch keyboard? So you press... I, mm, regular press for lowercase. Double press double, for capital. Yeah, force press for capital. There you go. That... Kind of interesting. See, you say that jokingly, but like kind of maybe not the worst idea oh you'd have to get used to that but that would be, would be weird interesting hmm. i don't know it's kind of kind of interesting oh that is interesting man that person did not realize that we would be so <laughs> yeah. invested in in that throwaway gag i feel like that would maybe wear out the keys sooner if they're the same you probably have to like feel like you have to like re you gotta like re-engineer the key at that point to have two levels of of force but, or if it's just a screen. Okay, but like, isn't that when you say that? Isn't that the most Apple thing you've ever heard? We've reinvented the key. Well, they did that they did one it time. Once and they sucked, and that wasn't good. And you're still using it. Yeah. But not for long. All yeah. right. Here's, here's what we could do. What if we What if we attached a little bit of a a game show element to this? Oh boy. All right. Like, what if we What if we had we, We've got a, an audience here. We've got 263 people watching. Many other people will will be listening to the podcast. Mm -hmm. What if we had some sort of like, is there some way that they could demonstrate to you why you need to upgrade? Like, is there a threshold? Like, do we need to get you some subscribers? Oh, jeez. Do, do we need to get you like hate mail? Like, is, <laughs> do you want positive or negative reinforcement? Like, what would it take? I don't know. You know what I want to ask you? Kind of, or it's still related. Dodging the question. Has there been any rumor about Face ID? There's, there's been no rumors. Come I don't on. Think, I don't get it either. Why is it not in the iMac? I that's like that's like literally like or literally like pretty much any lap like the iMac, MacBook Pro, whatever. It's the perfect. It's always like at the right. Like face, like the height and the distance and whatever. It's not like they're not. It's not like they don't have room for it. They've got a bezel. The bezel and the device are thicker than an iPad. Oh yeah, there's plenty of room for it. I don't know what I don't know what the holdup is. Plenty of room for it. They have like the secure, like the same security because they have Touch ID, so they already have you know the secure enclave and all that stuff built in. I don't know. I will say though, the the um, Apple Watch unlock is super super convenient, and especially on the iPhone now, super convenient. So that that alleviates a lot of what I would want Touch ID for, but I still think or uh, Face ID, but I still think Face ID would be kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the fact that we've got Touch ID on like everything on all the Macs basically. I I'm sure it'll make its way to I it's only a matter of time before you can buy the 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 magic keyboard with the Touch ID anyway. Mhm. Mm so I'm sure it'll be on everything and at that point it's kind of sad because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure there's not going to be any face ID. That's a that's a good point. Any evidence of it that they if they're gonna take put the investment of of the Touch ID keyboard and I know they said this works with all the other M1 Max, right? Yep. So if they're gonna, I guess if they're gonna put the investment in to do that, then they're not looking at face ID. I I'm so curious to know why they have the M1. I know you're so sad. They have the M1. They have the security. That's true. And the M1, oh my God, the M1 is literally in a device that has Face ID on oh, it. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I'm holding up my iPad Pro, which by the way is amazing. Oh yeah, can I, let me yeah, open it for it? one second. This oh, is so big. It's, it's gigantic. It's 12.9 inches. Oh my God, it's completely different. No, I'll look at it. I will look at yeah, it Yeah, yeah, you'll look at it afterwards. You got to see, I, I've been playing with the mini LED. Good Lord. It is to quote, I think it's is isn't this a Jake Jake and Amir? It's for Dinky Donkey. <laughs> yes, it is. That's a good. That's and wait, do you know where that that uh, quote is from? 
It's from no. a video about the iPad, the original iPad. No. And J and Amir says, this thing is your dinky donkey. I got to have actually? one. Yeah. What? It's, it's from a video about the iPad. Oh, my God. Yeah. Holy moly. That's... You could, we could not have scripted that if we tried. I know that's that's good. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, this thing is ridiculous, donkey. And that was about the original iPad. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. From 2010. Yeah. Wow. If you if you're listening or watching and you got that reference, you're an OG. Okay. You are not to us because <laughs> that's not our thing. But if you got that Jake and Amir reference, then. I'll give you a virtual thumbs up. <laughs> wow. Th this is for you. If you didn't get that, you're not allowed <laughs> to enjoy this thumbs up, okay? Enjoy it. You have to avert your gaze. Yeah. If you got the reference, feel free to enjoy the thumbs up. If you're listening, then you can you're you can imagine a thumbs up. Yes. In, have in the your mental mind's image eye. of me giving you a thumbs up and enjoy that. That's my gift to you. That's very generous of you. Yes. That's the, it's the least I could do. Perhaps literally. Yes, perhaps literally. Someone, I'm still waiting for people in the chat. I, our stream mm. might just be so delayed. I do see someone who said that the Face ID module is more expensive than Touch ID. Yeah. I guess. I'm sure it is. Can we see it? Okay, but there's Face ID in a $700 iPhone. That's true. Every single Mac That's true. is more than that. I don't count the Mac Mini because that would not be suited very well to Face ID. <laughs> Probably every not. time every, it's on the top in the Apple logo. So every time, every time <laughs> you want to log in, you have to like stand <laughs> over it and look down. <laughs> that would be pretty funny, though. You know, what we we should do we should do an episode where we use center stage on the iPad. Oh boy! It, it is actually pretty cool. I will admit. We, we maybe we should we talked about the iMac. Maybe we should talk about the iPad because after all, it is Redinky Donkey, as we know, and it's got the M1 chip. And I'm just gonna say it right now: it's unbelievably overkill. I would have to think so. Like, okay, here's here's my demonstration that I will give to you right now. I'm gonna open this thing up, and I'm going to open up. This iPad has been closed. For hours, mm -hmm. like four or five hours. I'm going to go all the way back to my Photos app, which is like pretty far back here. Or I'll, I'll go to Apple TV because I barely touched that. And it's going to be like already in the RAM. Yep. It didn't even reload. There wasn't even like a flash where it reloaded. It was just sitting in the RAM. This I, I opened this on Friday. And it is Sunday. And it just... Had it. How much RAM is in that one? Eight gigs. And then the more expensive ones have 16. The one and two terabytes get 16. You don't need it. That's You do not need crazy. it. Crazy. You don't need 16 gigabytes of RAM in an iPad. It's literally absurd. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, I can't believe how expensive these things get, too. Like, how much is it? If you wanted to do... Let's go ahead and uh, configure the iPad Pro. 12.9 inch in space gray, of course, with the two terabyte... <laughs> It's twenty two hundred dollars. That is more than twenty four hundred dollars if you want cellular. It's more than most uh, most M one Max. You know what's absolutely all of them. Yeah. Can you build an iMac that's more than that? Maybe. I don't know that you can. You'd have to try. I'm gonna try. Because think about it this way: that's not even with the keyboard. You're at twenty four hundred dollars. That brings it up to twenty-seven fifty with the keyboard. Almost three thousand dollars for an iPad. That yeah yeah. That is absurd. I I like the iPad. Noah likes the iPad Pro. They are fantastic, but I cannot possibly justify three grand. Granted, that most of that's storage. Yeah obviously. yeah. Let me see what the most expensive iMac that you can build would be. 2500 <laughs> that's insane i guess you can add if you want the mouse and the trackpad then it gets a little bit more expensive actually how do you get the um extended keyboard i don't see that option in here 
Do they have an extended keyboard with Touch ID? Oh, they do. Yeah, Magic Keyboard with Touch ID and Numeric Keypad is available. I don't know how to add it, though. You might have to just buy it separately at that point. That, I don't think so. Because I've seen people get it, and it comes in the box. Oh. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That's interesting. Where? Another oh, change to another key. No, not that. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah, there yes, you go. Yes, there it is. It's another. Oh, it's only 30 bucks. Okay. It's worth so, it. So 2658 is the most amount of money you could spend on an M1 iMac and that includes both a keyboard with the numeric keypad keypad and a magic mouse and a magic trackpad and 2 terabytes of storage. It, internally it's the same as the iPad, which is wild. Yeah. Absolutely freaking wild. But the other thing that's crazy is here look what happens when I um turn the brightness all the way up look at those black levels that does look really nice it's stupid how good this screen is now i know that there's going to be people asking i talked about this in my video mini led is not coming to this year's macbook pro i'm just going to disillusion you right off the bat mm. i we're two weeks out from wwdc where I'm pretty sure we're gonna get new MacBook Pros, which is super exciting, super duper exciting. Yeah. But do not expect mini LED. It's not gonna happen. There's like right now, if you wanna buy just a normal base model iPad Pro, I'm pretty sure you can't even, yeah, you can't even get it until July. Oh, wow. It's, yeah, it's really, really crazy. So no, and you can't pick it up. They have they, there's no stock of these things. This is completely stock. Maybe the higher nope, still July, July, July. Yeah, every single configuration is pushed back to July. So it, and and it's manufacturing difficulty. They they're having such a hard time building these displays. It bumped up the cost of the iPad by a hundred dollars. And by the way, folks, this is not something that I say very often with Apple, but I do not think they bumped it up out of greed. I think they genuinely needed to, to do a hundred dollar price increase. I, I don't think they're I don't think that extra hundred dollars is padding Tim Cook's wallet. I think that is literally just bill of parts additional costs. Oh wow. Their margins are still fine, by the way, I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's absolutely insane how expensive and hard to produce these displays are. I mean, when we looked on Amazon, twenty eight hundred bucks was the, the 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 price for a four K mini LED monitor. Granted, twenty seven inches. Yeah. But twenty seven fifty. And I was gonna say the eleven inch doesn't have mini LED either. Correct. And I'm assuming that's because there's supply issues and all that it, stuff. It, it, it would have completely obliterated their price point. Well, I guess it would have had to bump the 11-inch up as well. Because the 11-inch the has the M1, too, so it's not like it's getting cheaper in that regard. Right. Like, it, it would have obliterated their pricing. They would have made... I, I genuinely think that the 11-inch with mini-LED would have been nearly break-even. Like, that's how expensive and hard to produce. The, the yields are, are terrible. It's, mm. it's improving, in two years' time, I think we'll have mini-LED pretty much everywhere, but right now, it is absolutely bananas. Now, I did actually notice here, someone just pointed out in chat um, Apple's documentation about the mini-LED blooming issues, and that is actually an interesting one because I noticed it the other day. Really? I did, which was surprising to me. I w I'll talk about this in my long-term review, but yeah, I did notice some blooming. I want to see if I can recreate it. Let me just make sure this. You had a off. blooming issue. <laughs> oh, here, here's what we can do. Um, local dimming zone test. This is what, what you're witnessing real time uh, video creation here. Ooh. Now it's a little bright in here, so we might not be able to see it super well. But I'm just gonna pull pull this up here, and we'll see if we can notice any. Uh, blooming issues. It does look a little bit. Yeah, do you kind of see the uh, the glow that's following it around? Yeah, I do see that. Which 
you know, you'd think it wouldn't be the case because the whole point of mini LED is that you get like 10,000 local dimming zones. Like this is a superior display technology to the Pro Display XDR, which is kind of funny to think about. <laughs> like there are more local dimming zones in this 12.9 inch iPad Pro than in the 32 inch display XDR. Wow. Which is 576 and this is like a thousand or something. So, yeah, it's it's definitely I can someone in chat was saying to show it on camera. You p definitely won't be able to see it. <laughs> that just is like a small little dot. When it was it's going really slowly now, but when it was going faster, it almost looked like it was flashing. I'll skip forward. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Look around the bar. That's the really noticeable. You can't see that on camera, can you? Do you see how when I uh bring up the playhead, mm. you see that glow? Yeah. And around the um yeah, I see that. That is not picking up at all. Oh, I see it on the dot. I see like a like a glow around the oh, dot. Oh, wow. Yeah, I see it really clearly now. Once again, you guys can't see that at all. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> take take uh take our word for it. We'll have to take it. our word for it. But yeah, no, there I I'll have to read that documentation, so we probably shouldn't talk too much about it cuz I didn't see what they said, and I'm hoping they'll fix it. Uh if someone has that on hand and you want to throw that in the chat real quick we could we could talk about that i did not see the documentation but it, it is weird to see that yeah because I, I don't remember how many essentially local dimming zones there are but it's more than should be that noticeable mm -hmm. like that's that's basically what my nano cell 8k tv looks like but that only has like a hundred local dimming zones on a 75 inch screen so that it's like okay yeah you you definitely expect to see it look at that nine to five mac yeah i was is gonna say it's astonishing to see a mini led display in such a thin slab my mini led monitor is legit two inches thick that's a great point uh they did make the ipad pro thicker to accommodate this display but it's so like i would not have been able to tell the difference yeah it was like barely like, I know that the keyboard uh, is technically not compatible, but I think people yeah. were able to use it a little bit. I don't know if it closed all the way, but yeah, seems like it was I really think, close. I think it's – actually, we can t I can tell you exactly how thin it is because I can just go iPad Pro 2020 dimensions. You look up the, t the, uh, the, the new one. Look up the dimensions oh. for it. iPad Pro 2020. That's the 11 inch. Because I think it was maybe two millimeters or something like that. So that's 0.25 of an inch. And this, that's know, this is the current, the current one. one. Okay, here's the stats. Do, 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 do. Body. Where is it? Body. Dimensions. Five, so. 0.23. So it is mm. 0 0.02 of an inch thicker to to add that mini LED. That is, you have to understand how unbelievable of an accomplishment that is. Yeah, that's like nothing. That is nothing. Have you seen a Pro Display XDR? That's like a three inch thick monitor with active cooling. And it has less than half of the number of local dimming zones. This isn't a truly astonishing display. It's almost, I don't mean to belittle the iPad Pro, but it's almost a waste to have that good of a display on iPad OS. I could see it for... Graphic design. I was going to say for content consumption, because an OLED, like OLED display on the phone, super nice. I feel like if people use their iPads to watch movies and you, you have you know your HDR movies, yeah. they're going to look really nice on there and in fact now i'm kind of wondering because the iphone is has been shooting in hdr all along so i wonder if i go back and look at any old video on here if that is going to look pretty incredible you know what's interesting though is i don't think the ipad shoots in hdr really as far as i can tell i don't think it does hmm. which is kind of funny to think about Okay, let me see. I'll go back a little bit here. I don't think it's going to be a super huge difference. Oh, here, here's a here's a video that 
no, I don't want to select these. Let's see, this is, I know this is an HDR video. Yeah, there's a little thing. It's got to download this from the iCloud. That does look unbelievably vibrant. That is very impressive. There's no point in me showing this to you because you're watching this stream in like 360p anyway. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it is, it is genuinely, genuinely a ridiculously good display. I want to watch like a scene from like Interstellar or something on there. But it, Interstellar is not HDR. There's not an HDR like version. Well, it has to be shot in HDR. I is don't there? Think there were HD. I don't think there were movies being shot in HDR in 2014. They don't like re. I don't know. It's like there's gonna be like a space movie. I feel like that would be the best, an HDR maybe space the, movie. The Martian maybe. The Martian HDR. Oh, they do have the Martian in HDR. Yeah, I think. I wonder if I have it, but I don't know. I want. I would want to see like a space movie on there with the with like the deep blacks. I'd be. I'd be that, interested. Ooh, you're right. You're right. Ooh, that would be. And also, the stars would be a good test of blooming. Ooh, yes, that is that is true. But I mean, so I guess this is a great question because I'm going to be working on. Basically, I'm going to ditch all of my MacBooks. Any MacBook that I would use, I'm going to ditch it. I'm going to try to just use the M1 iPad Pro. And I'm very curious. I'm very, very curious to see how how I do with it. Also, 9to5Mac here, fact-checking the RAW. If a movie was shot in RAW, then it's using a Rec 2020 codec, which is HDR. So I guess it could be could be uh master remastered well there because like the old like um i have the matrix on blu-ray in 4k because they had the original film and they just rescanned it in 4k i think it's hdr too they rescanned it maybe they i don't know i mean, at least it's 4k I mean, but I they rescanned the, the film film there's no like i mean there it, there can be true black in film yeah right so they re they rescan i don't know if it's hdr or not i have to check but i know it's 4k because they rescanned the film so we there's 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 hope for an HDR, some some good HDR movies to look. I have a few in my library. So we'll, we'll, and then, but we'll even see. then, though, it's like it's kind of a shame to watch it on a on a twelve point nine inch. No, screen. no, I agree with that. Like I I would I would absolutely kill for a thirty two inch mini LED iMac. Oh my god. Good Literally luck. Blank check, folks. It's not gonna be this year. Don't I'm not delusional, but. If there is a, an XDR iMac with mini-LED, 32-inch, literally any amount of money. You're going to need a big check. Yeah, I'll, I'll need one of those that. like publishers clearing house yeah. big things, and I'll knock on Tim Cook's door, and he'll be like, good morning. <laughs> and I'll be like, I've brought you money. Please give this to me. And he'll be like, wow, what an amazing day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think my good morning is pretty good. Uh, pretty good impression, wouldn't you say? I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Good morning. I I I don't know. It's the 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 timbers there. The uh, I don't know. I see it. Yeah, I think you, give your give your best Tim Cook. Good morning. Oh boy. I haven't I haven't practiced. It's, uh -huh. Whatever it is, is gonna be it's gonna be bad. All right. Good morning. That was pretty. It's good. not. It's it's not. I don't it's know. It's not as natural, but I could definitely hear. It's the, the lower voice, but I feel like it. I don't know. There's, there's, a, just... there's definitely an an O of, of Cook. Yes, there's something. There's something else. A that's hint not of there. Cook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a tad of Tim. Uh, oh. Uh, uh huh. <laughs> oh no. Anyway, where would, uh, where do we start with that? Oh yes, me giving them any amount of money for. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I, I guess that's basically that's basically my thought. I would give them any amount of money for that iMac, literally blank check. Okay, it would be it would be cool. Now, uh, we want I want to get to you had a story that you wanted to tell oh, us. Oh yeah. But before we do, I just want to let you guys know we're not gonna be here next weekend because I'm going on a little vacation with the fam. Ooh. I don't know why I'd never I've never said fam out loud in my life. I don't know why <laughs> I started now. I'm going on a trip with my family, and so I will not be here next weekend, but we will be here the weekend after that. 
And do oh, you know yes. what? Uh, do you know what day that might be, Noah? That might be June sixth. Might it indeed? Yes. Very good. It is. And that was an easy one to remember, mm-hmm. given the uh, relative position of another event. Of another of another day, uh-huh. also in June. Yes. Of significance. Uh huh. Almost as significant as us doing a podcast on the sixth. Almost. Not quite. We don't want to get too crazy. Yes. Yeah, we're going to be back a day before Dub Dub. That's going to be an exciting show. We're going to be we're going to be antsy with antip- anticipation. Anticipation. Yes. You're so you're I'm so, so anticipating. Anticipatory. Mm. I think I think Is that a word? I, I think, think that's is. the word. I think that's a word. That you can't even say it right. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh-huh. I am so brimming with preemptive glee mm-hmm. yeah no i'm honestly honestly i think it's gonna be a big it's gonna be a big event i think it's gonna be it's always fun but i think yeah if we get some hardware supposed to get some hardware that's and obviously the software i think it's, I'm, I I'm excited i cannot wait for a new device to peer pressure you into buying i but you've not given in so far so it's not like i'm i'm racking up all these debts for you and that's true. When was the last time? So you have an iPhone 12 Pro. Yes, that's that's before new. that. What was the most recent Apple product that you've bought before that? Not including like accessories. I guess it must have been the Apple Watch, right? Because the Mac and the iPad were 2018. Wow. The so Apple Watch. Bought, but you didn't buy the Mac either. So in terms <sighs> of like primary devices, you bought an iPhone 12 this past in 2020. Yes. You bought an iPad Pro in 2018. Yes. And then the Mac 2017 was when I got it, and then I, you know, Apple had to replace it wow. in 2018. Look at you. I We can't all, uh, or we don't all buy every single, we don't all have the justification to do it. No, that's true. I know, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting I know. that you would have to, but I know. you definitely could use the 16-inch. It's not a matter of... Yeah. Of of the of your current computer being just fine. Which key was it that was periodically stuck? Oh, I don't remember. S key, F key. You one gotta, of them. You gotta take it in. You one of them was one of them was stuck, and I was so excited, and then it like got unstuck. So hopefully it gets stuck again. Next soon. time it gets stuck, just close it. Don't use the keyboard. I know. But see, that's part of the fun of having a butterfly keyboard is that it gets stuck, and then you get like you get like all the stuff replaced. That's like fun. <laughs> Maybe for you because you don't have to rely on it every single day. Yeah. That's if you needed true. that, if you needed ten hours of of power on time from that computer every single day, that would be paralyzing fear. <laughs> You'd have to keep it backed up all the time. It would be a mess. Yeah. Right, I, I, I want to give you. We've, we've got seven minutes left. Okay. I want to give you time to talk about your interesting experience yeah okay so i'll i'll keep this one kind of brief um so as you may or may not know i am a a programmer and uh one project that i've been working on i started working on it last summer and i've been working on it a lot more recently is an app it is um it's an ios and android app um it is a client for Last.fm, which is a music tracking service, so you can use it to log. Like, I started using it in 2017, end of 2017. It logs every... You can log in it every time you listen to a song. What's it called? Oh, the app? Mm-hmm. The app is called Finale. Uh, it's Finale for Last.fm, so you can look it up on the App Store. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's the... Uh, Go download Noah's app. Show him some love. If you uh, if you use Last.fm or if you don't and you want to check it out, I, so I signed up. If you don't know, Last.fm tracks all your music, right? So I signed up at the end of 2017, and it's really cool because I can see, um, you know, my top artists and all that stuff. But, like, every time I listen to a song, you know, it's kind of to Spotify, so it logs it um, on the website. And I can see exactly how many times I listened to an artist, an album, or a track. I could see, like, there was one time where Luke, or maybe even more than once, where Luke recommended an artist to me. And I looked and searched. And I was like, oh, two years ago, I listened to a couple of their songs by chance. Like, I don't know. Just stuff like that's kind of interesting. I love all the data that you can get. But the, the story is um, that I was, working on, uh, I was working on some updates to the app. And I, uh, I pushed an update that ended up 
somehow breaking like some important things. Like every time you'd go to look at like a track or an artist or an album, it would give an error. And it was partially my fault. It was partially the fault of Last FM's API, which is which is terrible. But, anyways, um, the version that was in the app store that was in production had a serious bug in it, and I was getting emails about it because I had in my app, if you, an error shows up, you can tap a button to send me an email with the you know the stack trace, all the information about the error. And I was getting emails about it from people. Now the app is 100% free. It's 100% free, ad free, all that stuff because. I don't know. I made the app for myself, and then I figure, you know, I'll put it up for other people to use if they want, and people use it and they like it, which is great. Um, so it's not like I'm losing money or anything like that. If I were, it would be even worse, but just for fun. Um, but I was getting a lot of emails about it. I got a couple of negative reviews because of the error as well, which, I don't know, it just kind of sucks, right? Like, you know, you work on this thing, you get Makes some... Makes you feel bad, yeah. Yeah, you get, like, whatever, and it's fine. You get you get, um, you get get some, some, uh, some messages like that. Um, anyways, the thing that happened was Apple, uh, I pushed the, the update cause someone emailed me and said that they were having the issue. I fixed it like immediately the same day I pushed the update to Google play and the app store, Google play approved it very quickly. They always do. The app store rejected my update. And remember the version that's in production has a major bug in it where the app like doesn't like major parts of the app don't work. There's no way to roll back to a previous version. If I could just, you know, downgrade people, that I guess would be fine, but I couldn't. And Apple rejected it. And the two reasons, they cited two reasons for rejecting it. And the two reasons uh, were, the first one was when you open the app, you tap a button to log in with Last.fm. I'm not affiliated with Last.fm. I don't, I'm not, I'm not Last.fm. I'm not, I think CBS Viacom owns them apparently. I'm not them. Um, but the issue was, the first issue was, uh, it opens up the login page in your browser where you type in your Last.fm account and it logs you in. And Last.fm has cookies on their, on their website. And they said, you know, they said you, uh, I didn't implement app tracking transparency. And they said, if you use, um, uh, cookies to track people on your website, you have to use app tracking transparency. Okay, I'm not Last.fm. I didn't implement the cookies. And once they log in, I don't use cookies anymore, right? So they, that was the one thing they flagged me for. The other thing, which I think is, is really funny, is on the login page, um, it says the app is called, it's, you know, the app's called Finale, and the description is a, uh, a, a Last.fm client and Scrabbler. Scrabble is a Last.fm word. A Last.fm client and Scrabbler for iOS and Android. That's the description of the app. The description that I set when I got the API key over a year ago, it's that description has been in the app ever since. And do you know why they didn't like that? Because it said Android. It had the word Android in it. And you are not allowed to have the word Android in your app, in your description, in your update notes. You are not allowed to have the word Android anywhere. Did you know that? What? That is so petty and childish. And if you think about it, you don't see the word Android. Can you have you seen the word Android show up in an iOS app before? No. It's, apart from Twitter where people are talking about it, well, but that's yeah. not like the Twitter what? Yeah, so that was and that that has that happened to me one time before because I wrote in the update notes, I guess I mentioned Android and they rejected it and I had to fix the update notes, but that is one of the rules of the App Store is that if you say Android, you get rejected and you are not allowed to 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 do it. Good grief. So that was, um, so, so let me, I'll finish the story because we're almost out of time. Um, the, the last thing they said in the message that they sent was, if this is a bug fix release, you can, uh, you can let us know and we'll just approve it for now. And so I emailed them or I replied to the message and I was like, well, I wrote a whole thing. I was like, first of all, this is a bug fix review, the bug fix, uh, please approve it immediately. And then I was saying, like, I'm not Last.fm. I'm not tracking people. I don't have any control over it. And then I also mentioned that text that had Android in it has been in the app ever since it was, was, approved. was created. And I've uploaded plenty of versions that have been approved. And it's the first thing. You, you open the app, you tap the login button, and the text is there. So every reviewer that has seen a version, and I've uploaded multiple versions, they haven't had a problem with it, right? So I don't know. Just It was very frustrating wow. that they said... First of all, that they that they said that I'm like tracking people. I'm not Last.fm. 
my developer name is Noah Rubin Technologies LLC. I feel like they could have figured that out. And also the description of the app said, fixes even more issues with whatever. I feel like they could have figured out that it was a bug fix release and approved it. The, the thing that was so frustrating was that I was getting these emails from people that were like, like they kept sending me the same error message and I knew about it. And I was just waiting for Apple to like, get to my message and approve the app. There was nothing I could do about it. I felt like completely helpless. And remember, this is like a free app that I made for fun for myself that I'm giving to other people. It was just very, a very frustrating experience. And when I see all these stories about, uh, you know, all these companies that, that, that get into these issues uh, with Apple over the app review process, I, I start to understand it. Wow, that is crazy. We might have to revisit this in a future episode, I think. Uh, you've definitely got more experience on, on the developer side dealing with Apple in that way. Mm -hmm. And I think it would be worth revisiting, especially with the lawsuit, the Epic lawsuit that's going on right yeah. now. Wow, that is shocking and appalling, quite yeah, frankly. Yeah. There is really no excuse for that. Uh, but what there is an excuse for is me coming up with an excuse to end the show because... Uh -huh. We've hit our time allotment for the night, and that was super smooth. You can take that one to the bank and cash it. Uh-huh. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to hear more about Noah's story, uh, more about the App Store, send us an email at submissions at darkmodepodcast.com. That's drkmodepodcast.com. And any other suggestions you may have as yeah, well. Yeah, we'd, we'd love to hear from you guys, uh, especially with WWDC coming up. What do you want yeah. to know about that? What do you what do you want to see? What things are you hoping uh, to to that Apple will do? Yeah. All right. So thank you guys so much for joining us. I've been your host, Luke Miani. And I've been your host, Noah Rubin. We will see you not next week, but the week after. Have a great night.